Hello, friends. Welcome to the dimension of our midnight cake. I'm Soltis. Joining me in the nexus between realities are my friends and fellow transdimensional beings, Lumberdor and Beaches. Unfortunately, Doug has some obligations that he has to take care of in his own dimension and will not be joining us for this transmission. This week, we were really looking forward to talking about Ghostbusters Afterlife, but as of yet, most of us have still not seen it. <laughs> So, so instead, we're going to just discuss whatever comes to mind. If you happen to enjoy our discussions and would like to contribute or get in contact with us, consider visiting our website at ourmidnightcake.com and share it with your friends. Okay. Oh, Lumberdor, what is that? It's a little Stay Puff marshmallow dude. Yeah, it was in the toy aisle, but I opened it up and it was like, for one, it wasn't worth what I paid for it because I had to dig him out. He was in a plastic <laughs> bag, luckily. But he was in basically a melted jar of marshmallow fluff. Of what I don't know what this, I guess it was supposed to be, you know, how like these things have slime and toys in them and things. That's what they mm -hmm. were going for. For these little mystery mini stay puff things to go with the movie. But it was like literally digging it out of a, a jar of melted marshmallow fluff, which I did not care for and instantly threw it into the trash. <laughs> Is anything really worth what you pay for it? This was not. But I mean, I'd... if we're if we're talking toys, there's a certain thing that's been announced, I think, just this week or not not too long ago. The Super 7, you know, that does yeah. all the action figures I don't really care about. Uh, Okay, so specifically, there's the line of the Ninja Turtles that, uh, I mean, they're just, they're ripoffs of the old Ninja Turtles. <laughs> is it another re-release of the old series, or is it, you're talking about the ones with, like, Frankenstein and some of those? No, no, NECA's doing those. And, you know, that's something different, at least. <laughs> no, what Super 7 does is just to sort of do... Uh, uh, like what like recreations, like recreations of the classic 1980s 1990s figures yeah just with modern you know articulation and and uh, a little bit of modern styling but you still you look at them and you think these are the toys i have in my closet <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm sure they appeal to someone just not me when i think gotcha. you know if i'm if i'm gonna buy some some modern figures i I want them like, especially with like something like the turtles. I want them to look more like uh, what they're representing than they used to, which is yes. not what the Super Seven line is doing. Anyway, my point is, is they've announced their uh, their Ninja Turtle party wagon. Oh, oh it was like five hundred dollars. Once again, yeah. once again, it's not it's not screen accurate or anything like that. They've they've done some things to it, like the way the top opens up to maybe maybe uh, suit the cartoon more. But it's yeah. it's not screen accurate at all. It's still styled after the Playmates party wagon. And yes, it's going to be four hundred and fifty dollars to pre-order. Now I rebought one of those party wagons that the mm -hmm. re-releases a while back. I guess it was years ago now at Toys R Us, mainly because the party wagon I had grown up at some point it 
was partying too hard and ran through some dog poop and it just would never come off and it just totally ruined <laughs> oh no <laughs> and i watched a whole thing on uh where where one of the i guess designers and he's got something to do with the production of it was explaining the price and it, it all makes sense you know there's there's shipping and tooling and and all the stuff that goes into you know putting this thing together and at the end of the day they have to make a profit sure. i feel the same way about a lot of the sideshow collectibles mm. yeah things where i really enjoy them i think they do a fantastic job with the sculpting and the painting and and everything and i understand that it is a collectible something you know whatever it is whether it's a statue or a figure or or what but it's still you know four hundred dollars or six hundred dollars or you know something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's like ah. <laughs> They'll show this statue and it's going to be sixteen hundred dollars. And who's ah, who is buying these things? Yeah, the uh, the uh, figures are are a little at least a little bit more manageable if you're interested in those. But like the statues, <laughs> it's like good grief. Then you see these collectors that have like rooms full of just the statues and. Oh, One, yeah. the house is going to cave in from the weight, but two, they're ridiculous. <laughs> the Court of the Dead stuff, all all those statues are fantastic. I don't know who they have, you know, off the top of my head, doing all of the all of the sculptures for them, but but the nope. but the character design the have really really cool. On the Court of the Dead are these little candle things. Oh oh yeah, that's right. You got the candles just because they were relatively cheap, and I used some of my points on them, so they. End up being basically nothing. So, but I just thought they were cool. I bought a series of statues from Sideshow years ago, and maybe that's it. Maybe it's just that it's years ago, and all of them together did not cost me a thousand dollars. And those are impressive too. Uh, you those know the ones I'm talking about. Yeah, they're large. Yeah, those turtle ones. Really nice looking. Uh, I just, uh, what's happened? I think they've gotten more people interested since they've done some of that, and their qu production quality has gotten better. So they're. Mm jacking up the price okay that's my wow. guess oh well as long as people will pay for it they will charge it that is true good for them recently there was a rancor figure that oh, that's apparently, a big star wars thing yeah yeah apparently hasbro has a crowdfunded arm of their company called haslab and haslab they're yes. doing the proton pack now <laughs> oh, are they? That's cool. That proton pack, screen accurate, costs about the same as that uh, party wagon. <laughs> That's a better deal, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, I'd much rather proton have a proton pack. pack than the party wagon. <sighs> but the but apparently with the Raincore, they're 4,000 backers short for it. Oh, okay. no. Yeah. But you what think we they do wouldn't have any a... trouble with that with the Star Wars thing. Do you know? Uh, do you know what the, the except the Star Wars has not been doing very well? Do you, you know, know what since, the total goal was? Uh, the total goal was uh, nine thousand, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah, four thousand. get nine thousand people to pre-order the Star Wars Black Series Rancor. And they're just so going to have to get everybody to order another one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you really want this, you're going to have to order a second one. You're going to have to get two. And that oh wasn't the case with the uh, the retro wrestling toy lines that have come out. The one wrestler, um, oh shoot, what's his name? Matt Cordona. He's really big into figures anyway and has his own like podcast around him. But 
he's worked with another group. I think it's called Z- Zombie Taylor Toys or something like that. And um, started re- releasing figures that never had like the Hasbro release back in the day, back in like the early 90s, like the classic lines. Mm-hmm. And so those have actually like pre-orders for those have done really well. Oh, that's pretty cool. I know we're uh, we're we're trying to hold off on Ghostbusters until we've all seen it. Have mm-hmm. either of you seen that? No, I have not been able to get out to see it yet. Um, it's not really the film I wanted to mention. I've had I feel like a unique experience this uh, weekend. I saw Afterlife Thursday, and I've watched the uh, the Cowboy Bebop across mm-hmm. the weekend. And they had something in common I did not expect. I guess maybe I should have. You've got two reimaginings here that are trying real hard. And I'm, I'm not sure as much with Cowboy Bebop. I've watched the original maybe twice through. I'm not sure how much of this is just straight from the original soundtrack and how much might be re-recorded or remixed. I, I heard very a lot of familiar music. And it just, to me, it seemed like we had two reimaginings here trying really hard to figure out where to stuff the original soundtracks into these new pieces. <laughs> it's like, not too surprising. Even before, because Cowboy Bebop has so much to do with the music. But even before that, watching Afterlife, I would note there were scenes where the music just kind of pulled me out like, like an odd cameo, you know, like if Keanu Reeves had walked by in a scene for no reason, <laughs> but the kids are just walking around town and you're hearing like, da, 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 da. and I'm thinking, does this really fit this scene or were they just trying to figure out where to put that? <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't I don't want to go into Ghostbusters too much, but uh that, that was just an interesting similarity between those two things. I know that with Cowboy Bebop, one of the big selling points of trying to get people to actually watch it was that look, we have the original composer and we have the music, so it's yeah, gonna be fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that's kind of an interesting comparison to make with uh you know, just through trying to it was because i noticed it first with the ghostbusters and then Mm -hmm. and then when i was watching the cowboy bebop i'm like yeah you know it's it's i wonder what the process here was like because not not just from the show there were musical cues from the cowboy bebop movie i recognized did you guys see that at all i have no interest in watching the (laughs) the netflix cowboy bebop live action remake (laughs) <laughs> no, but I, I have seen the original anime and then the movie, the animated movie, um, mm-hmm. several times. I know I've seen that original anime. It's been a while, but I have watched that through. And um, it's so good. It's this so is unrelated, good. except being anime is like I'd mentioned um, I watched that. Um, oh, shoot. What was that movie with Ron Reynolds and The Rock and Wonder Deadpool. Woman? Deadpool. No, Deadpool, Deadpool 2. Um, uh, Van um, Wilder, Deadpool. Van Wilder. Red Notice. Red Notice. That's what it was called. It was called Red Notice. It was okay. But instantly, I, it pulled me out of it because the narrator that they chose to open in the beginning of the movie, it sounded just like the um, narrator from Space Dandy on the English dubs. And it instantly like pulled me out of the movie to the point I had to look it up to see if it was the same person. 
I wasn't 10 seconds in. I had to stop. The movie was fine <laughs> for what it was. And it was a decent, you know, action movie. But <laughs> the narrator thing just totally threw me off. Because I was like, why did they get the Space Dandy narrator to do this movie with The Rock and Ryan Reynolds and Wonder Woman? <laughs> Yeah, well, if you're <laughs> if you're wanting to know my opinion now that I've seen the entire Cowboy Bebop on which is the better space western, I think we all know the answer clearly is Mandalorian, Outlaw oh. Star. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was going to say Firefly, but <laughs> freaking Outlaw yeah, Firefly. Star, man! I mean, I mean, ships. Arm wrestling in space, like where? Where is my live action match? <laughs> you know that show. That show was. That's one. That show was one hundred percent responsible for me thinking that anime meant you 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 just drew lines all over people's faces. <laughs> Outlaw Star is is fantastic. You should definitely watch that Lumberdor. I, I recommend it to anybody. <laughs> it is such a bizarre show. <laughs> it's not. It's. It is kind of. It's a drama of sorts, but it's not nearly as dead serious as Cowboy Bebop. I don't like the uh, the dramas with the anime for some reason. I don't know why. I guess it's just because you don't get a lot of that with American cartoons. So that kind of draws me in when I see a drama in um, anime. Oh, that's a good point. With anime, they have. You know, absolutely, they cover absolutely every single yeah. facet of life, real or imagined. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like the, the biggest drama spectrum of I think of with like American cartoons is probably one I always go back to is like Batman the anim- animated series, but still, that's really you know action heavy. But um, and like Samurai Jack stuff like that, but still, they're still really action heavy, even with the drama that they have. You know, I'm glad you brought up uh, Batman. Because I was thinking, Batman. I'm sorry that uh, Doug isn't here to defend himself. <laughs> and his love of cars. Well, he had said something about. So he loves watching. that movie so much. I know. <laughs> yeah. you should see the poster he has hanging up. He's painted a mural by this point. I think. <laughs> he said something about checking out the old uh, X-Men series on Disney Plus and how, I guess, specifically the animation Mm-hmm. He was uh, looking at, and yes, it is not the best animation you could hope for. It's not terrible. No, no, I, I don't I've certainly think it's seen terrible. worse. I think it's it's indicative of the time period. Yeah, like the characters are there; they look like they're supposed to. It was actually pretty good for the time period. Yeah, yeah. What what I think was the best thing about the show, and maybe this isn't you know, it's like animation, so the animation should be good, but. Was the story? Um, how how many shows did we have back then? Animated shows that tried to do an arc from episode yeah, to episode. That many, you know, to where to the point that they had to do like a previously on X Men. Yeah. <laughs> so that you wouldn't be completely lost <laughs> if you had picked up six episodes in. And I gotta say, as far as that goes, Batman, Batman the animated series was not great. Like uh, the stories within the episodes were very good very well written but i mean it was totally episodic you you didn't oh, as, you know as far as you know by uh, villain of the week kind of thing yeah, yeah. it, it didn't matter it, what joker had done last week when you saw him again the next week yeah and i don't know if it was something about the way they aired it but it seemed like 
it jumped around in time a lot. I think that was with airing it a lot because I remember seeing some of it live and it had to be from like some of the later season, like the third or fourth mm. season stuff with Robin and different things. Like that totally didn't make sense, but I'm going to still watch it. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let me be clear. I'm not crapping on Batman the Animated Series. <laughs> How dare you? I'm just saying each, each thing has its strong points. Oh, uh, Lumberdor. I ended up binging the entire what has been released of hit monkey oh after, really? you, after you talked about it i only watched i only watched like two episodes i enjoyed what i saw of it so far what do you think i really enjoyed it it's not a character that i was familiar with as far as from comics or anything like that jason sudeikis always fantastic yeah and, and you know, it's, it's, it's pretty much a, a monologue for him throughout the entire it is series. and i think that's one reason i really <laughs> what i've watched of it so far what i really enjoy is this it's him being him. And then you got this crazy monkey just going bananas. And, and, and machine Have guns. you seen it, Beaches? No. And if honestly, like that was the appeal to me. Or anything like that, <laughs> then. And then. You know, like I tried Archer. Stories. I, could, I tried Archer. I couldn't get into it. I, uh, I think I jumped back in when I heard there was a Bob Burger crossover. Oh, yes. And well, that, that, that was only for for the beginning of an episode. <laughs> so you see my, my, my watched episodes on Hulu are like episode one, two, and then whatever the arc, whatever the Bob's burger episode was. <laughs> that guy's uh, biography is hilarious. I would recommend listening to the audiobook If you've got time, uh, H John Benjamin. I did enjoy the hit monkey. What I've seen of it so far, I was going to watch more, but then I watched that, uh, that rock movie. Yeah, there, there are actual, meaningful arcs that these characters go through, which is something that I did not expect. I am very excited to watch Afterlife. I know that the critics have been dumping on it a whole lot, but the people who I know have seen it have said I that they enjoyed like, it. Like some critics have been dumping on it. Some critics are fine with it. Yeah, I, I'm not expecting a perfect film by any means. I don't, uh, okay. I don't see do you... any reason. I don't see any reason. I couldn't not recommend it for at least a watch. How do you compare it to the the girls Ghostbusters? Better or, or same? Okay, okay. Our our opinions might align because you enjoyed that one as well, right? Correct. To me, the 2016 movie was just. I think I saw it the way it was meant to be seen. I saw it in the IMAX in 3D. It was a ride. It was fun. You know, the silly humor got me the first time. I've rewatched it since. It's obviously not as funny. That's that said, I'm though, thinking. not not okay. not as bad not as bad as Ghostbusters two. Okay. Not as better than Ghostbusters too. <laughs> okay. He didn't say not. He didn't say better. He said not as bad. It's a it's a better sequel than Ghostbusters too. Yeah. If if something is is not as bad as something else, it's better by default. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had I okay. Had well, now I'm now I'm more jazzed to watch it. I, I had heard in the lead up to it that uh, that this movie did not specifically deny any previous canon, which to me meant Ghostbusters one and two. Mm -hmm. And obviously that obviously they were going to ignore the 2016 movie just because it's a, like an alternate universe situation and terrible to me. I would go into it just so it doesn't hurt your feelings 
probably not looking for anything acknowledging Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it seems like Jason Reitman did not want to make a movie that uh, included that. There's no river of pink slime underneath the desert. There's no mention of it. <laughs> no allusions to Vigo. No dancing we get, toasters. We get nothing. But I don't think anybody's here because they were a bigger fan of Ghostbusters too. No. I like some things, but yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, there were, you know, the the Sclary brothers. I've always liked that bit. Yes. <laughs> and Rick Moranis, of course. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just so frazzled. He's a wonderful guy. <laughs> see, see, now I can't help it. I want to talk about the Ghostbusters. Okay, well, we'll, we'll, we'll get off that. Well, uh, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah, because I've been avoiding spoilers and I've been avoiding you know reviews and things like that. In other news, Kathleen Kennedy had her contract renewed for three years, and I she was. And, getting- and I, Disney- I, I know you cheered. Yeah, and Disney didn't tell anybody. <laughs> I thought she was getting the dump. Well, so did I. And maybe it's one of those renewed, like, okay, we're renewing you to do this stuff, but you're not actually doing anything. Well, that's what it seems because she's been pulled off of all of the Star Wars stuff, and all of her projects have been suspended or canceled. So, you know, I don't know what the deal is. Well, if you're going to look at everything Disney's doing and say that none of this makes sense, and then you have a decision like that coming up, what's the most likely thing to happen? <laughs> Contract renewal. Okay. It's like any other business. It's the people that are in charge somehow still don't get fired even the proper way. They still get promoted. and It's called and failing kept- upward. Yeah. And then now with Disney forcing people to to get their bundle through price. So what was that? I didn't quite. So they're basically you don't have a choice now of switching between the services. It's all or nothing kind of thing. Come December, apparently. Okay. Uh, beginning in December, Hulu Plus live TV will increase from uh, $64.99 to $69.99. And that's with ads or $75.99 without ads per month. And then it's going to automatically include Disney Plus and ESPN bundled with the package, whether you want it or not. So I, I'm not surprised about hearing that news. It seems like they've been leaning towards that for a while. Well, but it's still um, annoying. after lagging so much as far as subscriptions go, uh, to, to the point that it has affected, again, the stock prices and... Yeah, and and investors, you know, confidence and things like that. But this isn't something that they could do again, and it doesn't really increase their subscription no. number. I mean, it, it'll it'll increase their subscription numbers, but not their actual subscribers. Yeah. So it's a band aid on a bullet wound. And then there's lots of rumors about them just consolidating everything that they own into one subscription service and to have you know a disney tab and then a fox tab and then you know everything else to wear. i thought that's what they were going to do early on when i you know they initially bought hulu and on the and all those other things i thought that's what they were going to do anyway so i'm kind of i don't know why they didn't do that to start with if it was a brand um they've know. been yeah so 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 with the hulu they that's where they can put stuff like hit monkey Instead mm-hmm. of you know on Disney Plus, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, but it, it may just be a matter of time before it's all you know one service, and then 
Because I will say that about Netflix, just because they got it on a kid's channel, it doesn't always filter correctly to... uh, No, no, it does not. ...to (laughs) filter out some of the... uh, That's not a kid's show. Yeah, the same with Hulu (laughs) as well. So I I get that why keeping it separate from for multiple reasons, but I wouldn't be surprised to see them bundle it all together eventually into some kind of mega Disney platform thing. Thank you for joining us in the dimension of our midnight cape. We hope you'll visit us again. From myself, Lumberdor, Beaches, and Doug, thank you and good night. Oh, that's what I found myself thinking the same thing. I was going to do something useful with my life this week. And then I watched the, uh, the jungle cruise movie instead. Is it on the <laughs> Disney plus where you can it just is. watch it? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna have to watch it. I know I'm not recommending it. You don't have to watch it. And in fact, well, one of my fact, elementary kids, I would recommend it to me this week. Do, like, okay, then, then you need to fail him and, <laughs> No, I'm not gonna gonna fail. Suge- suggest suggest alternate things cruise. for their parents. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know what? Child raising is not for you. If this is the quality human that you're going to produce, <laughs> yeah, it's such a just a bland hodgepodge of every adventure thing you've ever seen. Specifically, I would say about seventy percent. They like a Jumanji four. No, that's see, that's it's, what it's I more thought. Pirates of the Caribbean. That's what I thought going into it. Seventy percent. I thought, uh, what was it? Yeah, Pirates too, but specifically, I had another thing in mind. Uh, the Mummy. Oh, say so I like the Mummy movies. S- that, well, like well, the, the movie. Mummy, the Mummy's good, but no, I'm talking about a crappy rehash of the Mummy. Oh, uh, <laughs> you're talking like CGI Scorpion like, Rock. Journey to the center of the earth. <laughs> oh, which which also starred yeah. The Rock. <laughs> yeah, so seventy percent The Mummy, twenty five percent Pirates of the Caribbean, and maybe a little bit of like we're trying to do Indiana Jones too, like five percent. <laughs>